0: This is Wandering in the Word, where you can listen in as the staff of First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota, has a casual conversation about the scripture readings for the upcoming Sunday worship service. Hey, everybody, this is Wandering in the Word for Sunday, October 10th. We are looking forward to another great weekend of worship, another interesting set of texts for this week, and uh, we're going to have a little chat about them.
1: Yes, I mean, we got mark again the gospel of mark and jesus putting some challenges forth i guess would be a nice way to put it um yeah
2: yeah fun stuff
1: <laughs> fun stuff that we should just dive right into yeah I let's
0: get this read so you can start sharing your wisdom yes
1: Uh, I don't know why you're looking at me, but anyways, uh, yeah, maybe Pastor Brandy, would you read it for us?
0: Absolutely. This is the Holy gospel. According to Mark, the 10th chapter beginning at verse 17, as Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good, but God alone. You know the commandments, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not defraud, honor your father and mother. He said to him, teacher, I have kept all these since my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, you lack one thing, go sell what you own and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. They were greatly astounded and said to one another, then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, for mortals, it is impossible, but not for God. For God, all things are possible. Peter began to say to him, look, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, truly, I tell you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the good news. Who will not receive a hundredfold now in this age, houses, brothers and sisters, mothers and children, and fields with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. The gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise, Praise to you, Lord. O Christ. Wow. All right. Well.
0: Where to even begin <laughs> on this? This is, this is, this is tricky. I mean should we talk about this guy? I mean, he seems like an interesting fellow because, uh, Jesus kind of on his way out of town and this guy like sprints up and like kneels before him and he's like, um, what, what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? And he's someone who has apparently kept all of the laws that have been prescribed. Like he's, he's in good shape. And then he gets some really bad news.
1: (laughs) He does get some bad news. (laughs) yeah maybe not what he was hoping for i i I think it's kind of interesting to to wonder about this guy right i mean did he come up and was just expecting jesus to be like oh no you're good
0: pat him on the shoulder and be like great job
1: yeah you're doing you're, you're rocking it you're killing it like keep going or was he like hoping that jesus would be like all you need to do is go wash in the jordan river and you'll be good or um you know give 10% of your money to, to the poor or something like whatever it was. I don't think it ended the way he wanted it. Yeah.
0: I think this was unexpected. Um, bit of a surprise. And, oh yeah. Just go sell everything you own. To yeah. The money away. Kind that's, of extreme. All, that's all you yeah. have to do.
1: Um, and then it's, I actually didn't notice this, but they gets it's sell all of your possessions, give it to the poor and then follow me
0: yeah
1: (laughs) um so there's kind of like a dual command there it's like get rid of everything and then follow me and
0: (laughs) what else is he gonna do when he owns no house or (laughs) possessions it it would
1: make it easier i guess to go where jesus goes and uh follow his teachings when you don't yeah you don't have anything Mm -hmm. um but yeah like it it is an interesting thing like what i mean he he seems to be so confident um Mm -hmm. you know like i have i have done all of the things i've kept all of the rules um you know i i've never drank alcohol i've never smoked i've never done any of the things and you know i've never worn a hat in church um you know like um yeah kind of i've just done it all right jesus um so tell me that i've done okay
0: okay yeah. <laughs> I think the modern day equivalent is like, well, I've never done anything that bad or like, I'm a great person compared to you told so-and-so over here. That's true. We do the kind of um, relative righteousness thing where we are like, I think I'm in good shape, you know, compared to all those people over there. And, you know, we like to think, well, we've not, we've not committed any of the big sins. We haven't haven't murdered anybody or Mm -hmm. stolen a car or something like that. We're we're in, we're in good shape.
1: I've kept all these commandments, right? <laughs> Yeah, you know?
0: And then, I mean, the, woe to you who go and ask Jesus, what else you need to do? Cause there's going to be something. Yeah. There's always up, it's like, Oh, I guess I haven't been, you know, prepared to love God more than everything in my life.
1: Yeah. There's, I mean, there's always kind of something, right. Like if we're being really honest, with ourselves and like introspection, like there's always at least a lot of some things that, you know, that we are, we just fall back onto and use as a crutch or we're scared. And so we don't kind of live into that life of abundance that Mm -hmm. Jesus promises. We choose to stay, stay with what we know, you know, um, lean on those things, those security blankets that we have, um,
0: because worldly security does come with, you know, money. It's money for this guy. It's, and I think that's a tempting thing for all of us who, as you pointed out earlier today, all of us are relatively wealthy compared to the world. Um, we have more than enough of pretty much everything in our lives. And so we are among these this guy's company who, who like find security in having a home and a bank account and Mm -hmm. modes of transportation and that makes us sleep well at night Mm -hmm. and jesus message is, you actually your security should be found in god and in following jesus and boy i don't know i don't know many people
1: yeah it's kind of it's kind of ironic because then we go to sleep and we worry about our stuff we like (laughs) you know like we we rent out storage space so that our stuff can have an apartment of its own because it doesn't fit in our own houses and our spaces and I, I recognize that that's not for everybody you know even listening to this or in our church um but yeah i think if you like googled like world wealth uh world wealth something I, that's very helpful i know but like anyways the basic just is you know like even if you're making like twenty thousand dollars a year or something you know you are in the top 90 percent wealth hmm. world you know um and that's just a straightforward way of looking at dollars, but it is kind of put it into perspective. Like, yeah, we, we live in a wealth, the wealthiest nation. And yet, you know, even as a nation, we get scared of, well, you know, we, we can't do this. We can't do that. We can't help these people or, um, you know, we, we put a lot of qualifications on things. Um, yeah. And I, I think, you know, we, it, I think the gospel for us is obviously in verse 26. You know where the, the disciples say, Well, who can be saved? And Jesus looks and says, Well, not none of us. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. impossible. For mortals, but not for God. Like that's our hope. But I think we do have to kind of sit with that idea, like of, of wealth and how much we let it control us mm-hmm. and how much it it shapes us and where we place our trust. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of different reasons about what Jesus was actually talking about with this eye of the camel. Oh yeah, or the uh, camel going through the eye of the needle. Um, You know, it's it was an actual rock
0: formation. Yeah,
1: a rock formation where you had to take all the the saddlebags off your camel so that they would fit through, and or huh. that or it's a, a a along the side of a cliff that was very narrow, and or it's you know there's a place of bandits or all these different things and. The, I don't know what Jesus meant, but maybe just, maybe he was just making a really hyperbolic statement as he has done previous places and saying, you can't, if you're wealthy, like Mm -hmm. you don't, you don't get it. Yeah. (laughs) You don't get it.
0: Yeah. I think the point is the same regardless of, you know, maybe precisely what was meant by those words. And that's, yeah, I think can convict us. And I think, you know, we go to that, that verse, it's for God, all things are possible. And to, to realize and remember that it is God's intention that all of us have life. That's why we were created. God wants all of us to be, um, saved and part of the kingdom. Uh, but God also wants us to live well in this world. And that is why we have all these laws that this guy followed. Um, and God's intentions for this world are that we would, use our wealth and possessions for the sake of the gospel and for the sake of our neighbors and you know we have to yeah we have to hold both of those things The so both and
1: just... situation kind of hold those yeah. intention i think yeah um, i think it kind of just I, I think there's some good interesting tie-ins to our new testament reading as well so melissa would you read that
2: yes hebrews chapter 4 verses 12 through 16 indeed the word of god is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing until it divides soul from spirit joints from marrow it is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart and before him no creature is hidden but all who are but all are naked and laid bare to the eyes of the one whom we must render an account since then we have had a, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens Jesus the son of god let us hold fast to our confession for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are yet without sin let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to
1: God. All right.
0: Some good imagery in there. I don't know that we, we relate super well to the the high priest image. That's not like part of our practice, but even though we don't, most of us don't like own a two-edged sword. <laughs> that's
1: like a very powerful image. I think that's a, uh, yeah, well, it's funny. Far. I'll say you know, like I, that two edged sword thing, the living and active. I mean, for the longest time, when I heard the word of God is living and active, I only thought of the Bible, hmm. right? I mean, that's what we call the word of God. So I was like, well, oh, that's just the Bible. Well, there wasn't the Bible when this was written, like this was a letter, <laughs> you know, there was no old Testament or New Testament. They had the prophets and the Psalms and, and those kinds of things, but they didn't consider that the bible the word of god was more of like
0: the word of god would come to
1: come to the prophet yeah um you know as lutherans we we talked about this in our adult sunday school class you know we, we when we talk about the word of god as lutherans we actually have three different things we're talking about the bible sometimes we're talking about jesus christ the word made flesh but we're also talking about like the the words of law and gospel the proclamation of law gospel Um, and so for us, like as Lutherans, we would generally read that. And when we hear the word of God is living and active, we would generally think more about like law and gospel, that which convicts us and that which, um, gives us life, that which, um, condemns us, but that, you know, which is law or that which, um, gives us hope and new life, which is God's work in Jesus Christ, the gospel. Um, anyways, that's totally nerding out, but, um, (laughs) But well, I think it's just interesting to point out, and the, this isn't necessarily really talking about the Bible. The Bible can do those things of long gospel, piercing, dividing, those kinds of things. But um, yeah, rabbit hole gone down.
0: <laughs> no, I think that's an important, an important piece of this, and to understand that the Word of God is a, a, a broader term than we might first see. Yeah, there
1: um i think there's there's a sense of jesus with this going back to the gospel um jesus is going to this this rich guy and using kind of the word of god as a two-edged sword and kind of looking at his heart in a sense and seeing what it is that's kind of in his way from truly living life and trusting god and jesus recognized for him this guy it was his wealth so that he kind of uses that two-edged sword to parse out what's really holding him back. Maybe Mm -hmm. his thoughts and intentions of the heart, as it says in verse 12.
0: Um, And I, I mean, I always like this reminder at verse 15 that um, Jesus knows how hard this is Mm -hmm. to not not put trust in wealth. Um, Remember when he's in the wilderness being tempted and one of the temptations is like, you can have, all of these like beautiful things and these kingdoms that could all be yours. Uh,
1: Just bow down and worship me. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's all. Um, So Jesus is able to sympathize with the weakness, the weaknesses we face. Yeah. But let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness.
1: Yeah. So we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Um, I do like that. that. I mean, it definitely gives us some, some hope in the midst of all of this but um i don't know melissa what do you hear in these things
2: um i had also underlined uh verse 16 let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness because what would it look like to be bold when we're hmm. approaching god and confident that you're going hmm. to the place of grace and mercy <laughs> and you're going to get what you need
0: yeah rather yeah, than like quaking with fear yeah. and yeah. Sort of like huddled in shame and that kind of thing. And yeah, to, to have the assurance that God wants better for you than that. Yeah.
1: That's, I mean, doing things with boldness can be really hard. True. You know, it could take a lot of strength. Um, even faith, I guess you could say to, to trust this mercy and this grace that we can have in our time of need. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, I mean, as we talk about all of this stuff, I don't know any, any other, there's just a lot going on here. I mean, it's, it's, um, not unusual, but it's just, I get hung up a lot on money. I mean, for me, that's always been a, um, you know, I didn't grow up with a lot. And so, um, it has always been kind of a place of the fear likes to be, you know, I don't know. There's never enough, no matter what. And, um.
0: I think people in every socioeconomic uh, yeah. strata feel that way yeah. as well. Some yeah. people are like, oh, what is enough? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what it. is
1: enough? I don't have it. <laughs> I'll
0: know it when I get there.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's it is kind of the great capitalistic lie mm. of you know, capitalism is that, you know, that all you need is more. Yeah. You know. No
0: matter how much you have yeah. already.
1: And you know, and I think even for myself, you know, I mean, I obviously I'm okay. I'm not going hungry. I have cars and a house and you know, I'm, I'm doing doing fine. And, you know, I have those things, but it certainly has come at the cost of other people. I mean, even like the coffee mm-hmm. pot that I might have to replace in my kitchen is mm-hmm. I can go get one for $25 because yeah. Yeah. some other country has sacrificed their minerals and their plastic and, you know, their, labor. their labor to make this thing it's super cheap so that I can have it cheap. Um, You know, the, the landfill, my generations to come after me will have to pay for the disposal of this cheap coffee pot um and so like even though i have some wealth now it i mean if i'm kind of like honest about it like it does come at the expense of other people that i don't even have to worry about seeing um and that's a truth that hurts (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that i don't want to see i'd much rather just ignore it and you know keep on keeping on um but our wealth, I mean, even for this guy, you know, our, the reading we didn't have from Amos talks about justice for, for all, you know, about the rich taking advantage of the poor. And there is a sense that, you know, like we take advantage of the poor to get our cell phones and things for that, for that same process. Yeah. We just kind of ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't work for that kind of justice. And it's a systemic thing. It's um, structural, but it it is there. It was there. Four thousand years ago during amos's time even though they didn't have cell phones but it's around today too you know that the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and um there is definitely a call from the old testament prophets speaking the word of god and jesus as well that you know we we have to own up to that i think and work to try to change it for the sake of all people not Mm -hmm. just for ourselves
0: yeah I mean, it's very convicting and, you know, to note, as we've already discussed, like, this isn't a matter of salvation, but this is still important. still important. It's part of our discipleship and how we witness to God's goodness, to those around us and those who come after us and, and everybody. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it is impossible for us, but with God, all things are possible. Even our, even taking us and, you know, working about salvation through christ so well
0: that's a great note to finish on i think
1: yeah any any closing thoughts here anyone going once going twice well lots to think about so um thank you everyone who is able to join us here um for our wandering in the word for october 10th 2021 um we're looking forward to seeing you in the coming days and weeks and worship or um, other opportunities wednesday nights that we have other um faith formation times, um, or just check it in on Facebook. So as long as it doesn't crash like it did yesterday, <laughs> <Don't> but, uh, <laughs> but anyways, for myself, pastor Ellery and for pastor Brandy and Melissa, we hope